0: Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to people who want to speak more as a way to build their income and grow their business. Hey, welcome everyone to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast, where we share news and ideas that can help you scale your business. And speaking of scaling, this episode is brought to you by our Inner Circle Mastermind. This is a year-long program for a group of speakers, small group of speakers, who are interested in moving their income to the next level. The members of this group will meet with us several times per month to ensure that they're taking action and moving their business forward. And as the coach for this group, I'm leading you both in the group calls as well as your private quarterly sessions that you'll have with me. The people who are the rock stars coming out of our current groups are self starters who are determined to do the things that it takes to really scale their business. So, if you want to be kind of above average and you want to have a coach at your side, drop me a line to jane at speakerlauncher.com and I'll send over the details and the application. Perfect. So today we are talking sales and technology as it relates to selling. I I want to make sure that um, we are able to translate to you the tools that are really going to help you move your business forward. And we've invited our guest expert today is Sam Richter. Welcome, Sam. Hey, thanks so much. And it's really an honor to be with everybody today. Well, I'm excited to have you here. And I want to share uh, with everyone your background because you have a really deep bio. So we're going to give you the readers, the Cliff Notes version here. Um, Considered one of the world's foremost Foremost experts on sales intelligence and digital reputation management, best selling author Sam Richter, CSP, delivers highly entertaining presentations to audiences worldwide. Sam has been featured in thousands of articles. He has won numerous awards, including the Gold Award at the International Film Festival and a Cody Award, which is like the Oscars of the software industry. Congratulations on those, Sam. That is so cool. Oh, thanks. Uh, Sam serves on the board of directors for numerous technology companies. He's a member of the Business Journal's 40 Under 40 list and is a past finalist for Inc. Magazine's Entrepreneur of the Year. That is a massive feather in your cap. I love that one. Well, thanks. In 2017, Sam was inducted into the Minnesota Speakers Hall of Fame. So this is a really interesting journey you have taken. So tell us uh, the things that the bio didn't tell us. Well, I, I, you know,
1: I started out uh, my career in advertising, so I was an advertising writer, and my basically as an introvert, I'm a rather severe introvert, <laughs> I uh, uh, my goal was to sit in a closet all day and write ad copy. Well, eventually I got promoted to become a creative director, and as a creative director, I had to go out and sell, and that kind of terrified me. Now, this was long before the internet, and so what I used to do is show up at people's companies, my prospects' companies, maybe... 15 minutes, a half an hour before the meeting. And I would ask the receptionist, you know, tell me about your boss. Tell me about your competition. Are there any new things you have got going on? Just really engage in conversation. And then when I went in and met with the boss, I would kind of spit back, if you will, what I learned. Right. Uh, and there'd be a pause and we'd really engage in a lot of conversation, deep conversation. But the cool thing was I, I didn't have to do a lot of talking. I just asked great questions based on what I had learned from the receptionist. Fast forward, a bunch of people started buying from me. People even said, well, wow, you're such a great conversationalist, but the reality is I never did a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a few more jobs and uh, this thing called Google came out and I quickly realized that a lot of the stuff that I was asking the receptionist, I could learn through Google using some specific mathematical techniques, uh, things called Boolean logic. And that kind of led to this journey of discovering the insides of search engines and building my own search engines and my own technologies and learning about the invisible web and and really this whole concept of sales intelligence of how to find information on other people, their companies, their prospects, what do they care about, so you can be highly relevant before you walk in the room. But it all really emanated from being an introvert. And I'd love to tell you that, that I had this perfect process laid out to increase my sales. The reality was I I just didn't want to talk to other people. So I figured if I asked good questions, it would work. And and it kind of did, which then launched this whole crazy career.
0: Wow. That is really, I, I was wondering how you thought to even ask such good questions, but the truth is you just didn't want to be the one talking. So you Pretty thought, much, yeah. if I could get other people talking, then I wouldn't have to, uh, then I wouldn't have to be the one. That was brilliant, uh, really, really brilliant. And there's so many things about the search engines that leave me scratching my head. And I'm, I'm no doubt some of my audience is quite sophisticated. Others are likely just starting out and kind of trying to seek out information about the people that they are trying to sell to. Let's talk about just the power of knowing things about your prospect?
1: Well, I think if you start with the premise that that people are amazingly passionate about one thing. Themselves. And, <laughs> themselves, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not trying to say that to be flippant or rude, but, sure. but we are. We're passionate about ourselves. And for those of, of folks who are listening today who grew up kind of BG, so what's BG? It's
0: before, before Google, right? <laughs> okay.
1: you know, uh, if, if you were in sales at, at, of any sort before Google, you used to take people out for two hour lunches. Now, why was that? Because your prospect knew nothing about you. And so they were willing to give a couple hours out of their day because they didn't know anything about you. Maybe they had seen your ad or gotten a referral, but they really didn't know anything about you. They were willing to give up two hours out of their day. Well, fast forward to today. Most people don't take two-hour lunches. Most people don't even eat lunch anymore. Mm-hmm. And and why is that? From a buyer's perspective, they've Googled us. They already know everything there is to know about us. So for example, if you're a, an event planner, a, a CEO of a company looking to hire a speaker, a vice president of sales looking to hire a, a speaker, what's the likelihood that that person has Googled you prior to any meeting or phone call?
0: Right.
1: Probably 100%. Mm-hmm.
0: And
1: And they've seen your video. They've read your bio. They they think they know everything there is to know about you. I mean, they don't obviously, but they think so. Right. So they're not going to give you two hours. They're going to give you 10 minutes. Right. So they have buyer's intelligence. So kind of the flip side is sales intelligence. Well, if they know about you, what do you know about them? And the challenge is, you see, we we know that we don't get two hours anymore. We've got 10 minutes. And so we get a prospect on the phone or maybe even in person We know we don't have a lot of time, so we launch into ourselves. Well, let me tell you about all the great things I've done for every people. Let me tell you about me. Here's my speaker bio. Here's my one sheet. And you know what? They don't care. What they really care about is themselves. And so how do we make sure we understand what's going on in the other person's world before we walk in the room? So for example, if you're a a speaker and you've been invited to coffee because this uh, CEO heard that you were great. And and you start talking about how wonderful you are. Uh, you you know you've helped so many companies with leadership, and, and boy, you're you're just an expert at leadership. And mm-hmm. and uh, and then the CEO says to you, well, I, I don't really care about that. In fact, that um, we just went through a merger and acquisition. So the reason I'm really here today is to talk about change. It's kind of embarrassing. How about if you went into that meeting and the first words out of your mouth are about the other person? Hey, you know, Mrs. Johnson, you know, before I I launch in, you know, first off, congratulations on that new merger and acquisition.
0: Right. I can only
1: imagine that your organization is going through a lot of change right now. Hmm. Just completely changes the dialogue.
0: That is what we call sales intelligence. Yes, exactly. That is what you call sales intelligence. This is something that I'm just learning about and I'm really excited for our listeners to hear about it as well. So professional speakers can really get more honed in on what if there, it's more of a uh, filling a slot for a meeting how can they use it in that way you know let's say it's not necessarily they want to hire the speaker to come in and affect some massive change sure they want to be the opening speaker for a conference and the opening speaker's job is to maybe set the tone for the meeting or something like that
1: well there, there's a couple ways and and let me let me Answer uh, your question uh, first, but, but I'll tell you, I'll kind of tee it up. The, the first way to use sales intelligence is to also find out where those opportunities are. Mm. Who is looking for a breakout speaker, an opening speaker? Um, and we can talk about that in a second. To directly answer your question, you know, some of the things you can talk about uh, in, in these really, it's even tied into the prospecting, which we'll discuss in a second. Um, how about if you're having that call with that meeting planner? And you've already done a little bit of homework. You've already looked at their website, their speaker website. Let's say it's a big, a big association conference. You already know who their keynote speaker is. Mm-hmm. You already know what their theme is. What if you were able to have that conversation? Say, hey, you know, I, I already know that you're having Marilyn Sherman as your mm-hmm. keynote speaker. And, you know, I know that Marilyn talks about uh, you know, living life in the front row and really taking chances and taking risks and be out there. And let me tell you why my message can be a perfect complement to hers. Again, it just shows that you've done your homework. It shows that you've cared, um, and 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 we're talking about something that the other person cares about. How to make their meeting
0: awesome? Yep, exactly, exactly. And I I noticed you had talked about uh, uh, David Avren. We talked about you know putting in the subject line of an email that you're trying to uh, for an event that you're trying to uh, participate in. Putting their own subject line in the email is kind of using sales intelligence, wouldn't you? Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So many of us will put in a, in a subject line, you know, uh, information yeah. on Sam Richter, a speaker. You know, learn yeah, more yeah. Or, or my video or yeah. uh, again, talk about them. Hey, I know that this is going on or congratulations right. or uh, you know. What's, hey, I saw that your competitor is doing this. Make this subject line really jump out based on what the other person cares
0: about. Yeah, yeah. And if you could put Marilyn Sherman in the subject line, Absolutely. who just happens to be a really good bud of both of ours, um, that would be even better because then they're thinking, okay, wait, that it, it makes them really understand that they need to open this email and not just turf it, which a lot of exactly. people
1: do, right? Exactly,
0: yep. Okay, okay, so... You have this background, not only in advertising and writing copy, which is so difficult for speakers to do, but you also know the back end of things and the technology. Um, let's talk about what what prompted you to do something about this.
1: Well, in, in terms of building technologies and, um, and really leveraging technologies, uh, first off, these technologies that have been put in front of us that we all use every day, Google and and social media. I mean, as, as I like to say that the power of really good in in technology is it's intuitive Mm -hmm. right? I can fire up Google. I type in two words, stuff just shows up. And that's really the problem of really good technology is that it's intuitive. Uh, I never learn the good stuff and nobody really teaches the good stuff or the, the kind of the, the inside secrets to find things. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, the good news is it's not very hard, uh, but, but most people don't really know it. And it, once you know it, it can really laser focus your prospecting and laser focus, your ability to connect with other people.
0: We don't speak Boolean logic. Most of us.
1: No, most of us don't. No.
0: <laughs> okay. So then what happened? You recognize that? Yeah. And it, you know, I
1: started to, um, give presentations about it. Even uh, I was managing some, uh, I was uh, working for a PR firm and I was in charge of the Microsoft account. And so, you know, it was obviously technology related. This was when search engines were first coming out. Mm-hmm. And so I um, was asked, hey, can you build a presentation on how to use these things? And a lot of the basis of that, was, this was done back in, uh, I'm going to guess about 1997, 1998. A lot of the basics are still the same. And so that just kind of led on to this this whole track of teaching people how to find information and and frankly using it myself to grow my business And, and then there's a number of technologies that I've developed because as I as I go out and find a need so there's a need to Get information like news articles. I'm a big fan of news articles. Well, Google News is great, but most of us aren't calling on companies that they're going to, uh, those companies are going to show up in Google News, but they will show up in local newspaper articles. So I built a search engine that gets all the local newspaper articles, makes it really easy, even automates Boolean. So you don't even have to know things like quotation marks and minus signs. Um, and so you know, just over the years, I've continued to develop and, and build my own technologies. When I see a need out there in the marketplace, This is that isn't being met.
0: So the one that would be the most interesting to speakers, let's talk about that one. And where sure. might someone go to find out about it?
1: Well, um, I've developed a search engine. It's called the Sales Intel Engine. And people can go to www.sellingintel, S-E-L-L-I-N-G, intel intel.com and read all the bullet points and all about it uh, here's a, a thing i wanted to make available because obviously i'm a big fan of speakers being one and have lots of friends who are speakers so uh, you know for for folks who are listening today uh, they can get access to this for free so they can just go to samrichter.com slash speaker uh, one word speaker, so samrichter.com slash speaker, enter in their email address and they can access the sales Intel engine. And really what it does is it, is it automates what I've tried to build is an engine that automates a lot of the complex mathematical equations that I might use in Google. So I could, I could sit here, Jane, and I could teach you fancy Boolean logic and how to prospect and things like that. To be blunt, the the mathematical query would probably be about thirty words long. Let's mm-hmm. say if I wanted to find decision makers at associations, right. and so what I've done is with the sales intel engine is I've automated a lot of those searches, so you can really go in and and just type in a word, you know, say, hey, I'm looking for uh, event managers in the healthcare industry, and it'll pull up a list of the event managers in the healthcare industry, uh, or I'm going to go meet with Widget Corporation today. How big are these guys? How many employees do they have? Uh, what's their What's their revenue? Uh, have they had any news articles? Any Any new accounts or awards they've won? And that's kind of what the Intel Engine is really uh, used or developed to do: is automate a lot of the fancy stuff, the sales intel that I would normally have to spend a few hours teaching you.
0: Right, and and I would say that that's one of the biggest complaints that I get from my clients is the time that it takes. Not just to build the list, but of course the research. What we're talking about goes way beyond list building and just sending out an email. Yeah, you're talking about gaining a competitive advantage.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So you know, so for example, in the Sales Intel Engine, there's a button called prospecting. I can click on the prospecting button. I can go in and and just type in a word. I'll type in a word um, healthcare. And I'll click on the conferences. I'm I'm actually going to add a year. I'm going to click on, uh, I'll add 2019. So healthcare, I add in in the, and it says add a year field, add a year 2019. I click on conferences and it pulled up all of the upcoming conferences in the healthcare industry for next year.
0: Wow. That is pretty (laughs) beneficial.
1: So you can go in and you can, now I can go back into the engine, uh, remove the word 2019, leave the word healthcare in and click on Contact an Industry Association. Wow. And it will pull up all 5,590 healthcare associations from around the planet. Click on any of the buttons, and it pulls up their contact information. Again, assuming their contact information is available online, uh, we'll find it for you. So those are the kinds of things we do with the Sales Intel Engine. And like I said, it's it's automating Google searching that I, that I could teach you how to do, but it would take you a couple hours to learn, and frankly, a few years to master.
0: I love this. I love this. This is a total game changer. Go to Sam Richter. Richter, by the way, is spelled R-I-C-H-T-E-R.com forward slash speaker. Take advantage of your uh, free subscription. And what's going to happen once the 30 days runs out, Sam?
1: Yeah, if people want, they can continue it. And, and if they use the coupon code speaker, uh, then they can get 50% off. So it's like $120 for the whole year. Wow. So, you know, if you, you know, if you can't get an ROI on that with one One gig, Right. You got you got a problem.
0: Exactly. Um, So let's say, okay. so let's say that you use this intel to focus in on the conferences that you really want in the space that you want. And I typically will talk to my clients about really choosing um, one, two or three target markets, not to try to be all things to all people, but to really say, you know, let's go deep into one market. So let's say you start to hit all the healthcare conferences, mm-hmm. um, and now you've got someone who's at a National Healthcare Association, and you've identified an actual person. What? Tell me what the power of this is for really getting to know a little bit more about that one person. How would I go about that within the search engine? Sure. Sure.
1: Uh, the- you know, I, I would even take it out of the search engine it sometimes. It, uh, and at that point, um, at this point, I probably would. So if I know, you know, here's, I, let's pretend, Jane, that you're a, a, a um, an event planner. Okay. I'm going to go in. Now, I, what I'm about to say is so obvious. And, mm-hmm. and everyone will say, oh, yeah, I do that all the time. But the reality is they don't do it all the time. Okay. Before I pick up the phone and call you, I'm just going to go to your LinkedIn profile. Right. I'm going to learn a little bit about you what am i looking for as a speaker and that's the key it's like most most people listening obviously will say yeah well, I, I know how to go to somebody's linkedin profile great well the, a couple things i'm going to look for one i see that jane you've been a member of the national speakers association since 1991 hey guess what i've been a member of the national Se- speakers association for 10 years we've got something in common mm-hmm. we probably know some of the same people Mm-hmm. Oh, I see that you live in Canada. Guess what? I was born in Canada. I've got mm-hmm. met, uh, family members in Canada. We'll talk about that. Um, maybe maybe where you've used to work, uh, I, I've actually done speaking for that organization. Mm-hmm. So right. I can say, hey, call this person. You, yeah, I, Don't let me tell you I'm good. Call Julie Jones over at, at uh, Acme Corporation. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you guys used to work together and she loves me. Um, so those are the kinds of things, uh, that I'm going to, so it's not just, I mean, I think most people know, Hey, let's go look in LinkedIn. Um, but what are we doing once we're in there? What are the kinds of things we're looking to find? Because again, this is all about building a relationship. Right. And here's something that, that, that if you just think about it logically for a second, it makes a lot of sense. So, you know, all the all the stuff that I'm sure many of, uh, many of the other uh, people you've had on your show, and I'm sure what you teach, uh, oh, I know what you teach. You've got to have a, a great bio, a great video. You've got to be on LinkedIn. You've got to be promoting on social media. You've got to have content. Obviously, you've got to be a great speaker. You do all those things. But the reality, Jane, is you can do all of those things, and all that does is get you in the maybe pile. Right. None of those things ever gets you a book gig. It just gets you in the maybe pile. What's Mm -hmm. the maybe pile? You're one of three. And guess what? Your other two competitors are just as good as you, and they're going to cost the same. So who's the person going to buy from? People buy from people who they like. People buy from people who they trust. And how do you get someone to like you? How do you get someone to trust you? Especially when you've only got 15 minutes on the phone to make an impression. Talk about them. Talk about the things they care about. Find out who they know that you might know. Those are the kinds of things that, that, that I teach that that's really what sales intelligence is all about. Now, and Jane, I didn't make this stuff up. Um, you know, my favorite book is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That's all this is with right. a modern stamp on it. Well, right. Dale talked about that you've got to spend two hours asking questions. I talk about how you could spend three seconds in the sales Intel engine or, or three minutes on Google and, and get that kind of information before you walk in the room.
0: Nice. I really love this. Tell us uh, like some real life examples, either in speaking or outside of speaking, where you saw this apply. Sure. I'll
1: give you a speaker one. And it's a prospecting one that, that again is just kind of obvious, but most people don't know how to do it. And this one kind of leverages the the sales intel engine other, or or you can actually use LinkedIn or Google. I just, you know, LinkedIn or Google might take a 10 minute sales intel engine, take a 10 seconds. Okay. What's our biggest, best form of advertising, right? Our best Mm -hmm. form of advertising is someone watching our speech.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So if I know, if I can get a decision maker into my speech, 50% of the time, they'll book me eventually. So how do I do it? Well, let's say I'm speaking in Phoenix. And like you said, you're going to focus on the healthcare industry. Okay. I'm going to go into the sales intel engine. I'm going to click on the people tab. And I'll type in the word meeting where it says job title. I'm just going to type in the word meeting. Meeting Meaning any person with that job title or, excuse me, any person with the word meeting in their job title is going to show up. And so I'll go in. I'll type in the word meeting. Uh, and I'll go in and I'll type in, um, Phoenix. So find me anybody worth the word meeting in their job title who live in Phoenix. And I'm going to, I'm doing this right now as we speak. And I pulled up, uh, almost 70,000 results. Okay. Well, that's, that's quite a few under the industry. I'm going to go in, I'm going to type in healthcare. Okay. And now I really narrow it down, and I start to li- to find people who have the word meeting in their job title, or meetings in their job title, or events in their job title, whatever it might be, in the healthcare industry located in Phoenix. So what am I going to do? The cool thing about the sales intel engine is it leverages LinkedIn, it leverages a bunch of other um, uh, databases, about a dozen others. But the problem with LinkedIn is if you're not paying for the, for the, uh, you know, the premium version of Agreed. LinkedIn, if you're not connected yeah. with somebody at the first, second or third level, you can't send them a message. Right. That's not true with the Intel engine. You can click on their name, open it up and then connect with them. You know, hey, I'm going to be down in Phoenix uh, speaking at the National Healthcare Association meeting. Uh, I did a little research. I saw that you've got a company conference coming up in six months. I'd love to invite you to my keynote in Phoenix because I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, I could be a great prospect for your meeting in six months. Worst case scenario, we're going to, you're going to learn something. We're going to develop a great relationship. So using intelligence tools like the sales intel engine or LinkedIn or even Google, find out who are some of those uh, decision makers in a place where you're going to be speaking and invite those people to your conference because that's your best form of advertising.
0: Fantastic. So that person that you talked to might've been a meeting coordinator. They might've been there. Their, anything could have been their job title. I love this idea of saving time and knowing more about them. Okay. So would you be able, let's say we identify um, Joyce Jones as your person in Phoenix who mm-hmm. you'd like them to come out can you then find out through the search engine more information about Joyce Jones?
1: Oh, absolutely. You'd want to click on the company tab and you'd want to learn a little bit about their company the size okay. of their company, what they do for a living, how okay. many employees they have. There's a news tab click on that, type in the company name, find out if there's something
0: interesting going on. Okay. Uh, have they can done you find out release? anything personal about her with that? Or do you just go to LinkedIn for that?
1: Yeah, probably I'd go to LinkedIn, but, but, you know, depending on the person's name. So if it's, if it's Julie Jones, yeah. uh, you know, in Phoenix, you're going to have, you, you could get what, what are called false positives. So there's right. probably 300 Julie Joneses who live in Phoenix. Now, if if her name's Julie Befutnik, <laughs> you can go into the Intel Engine, type in Julie Befotnik, and maybe she just recently won an award or something like that. Okay. Uh, to to find something, could
0: you put in her name and her company, and then yes. would it work that way? Okay. Yep.
1: Yep. Very so good. it'll work that way. Hey, okay. Do the same thing in Google. Now, when you're using Google, make sure you put the name within quotation marks. So, for mm-hmm. example, if I'm looking for uh, Julie Jones, I'd want to make sure that Julie Jones is within quotation marks. If Again. not, I'll pull up every Julie Smith and I'll pull up right. every Phil Jones. Okay. If you put something in quotes; it treats it like a single
0: entity. So, so these. Let's let's just shift gears for a second and give me like two or three more of those little Google tips that maybe not everybody knows about putting Julie sure. Jones in quotes. What are some things that are just kind of no-brainers that everybody should be doing?
1: Well, I'll give you a couple simple ones, then a couple more advanced ones. Okay. that I think uh, speakers will really like. So a simple one is the minus sign. So let's say I go in and I type in um, uh, Julie Jones and a bunch of things show up related to banking. Well, I don't want Julie Jones related to banking. Okay. I can go back and redo my search, You know, leave the Julie Jones within quotation marks. I'm going to go back and I'm going to attach a minus sign to the word banking. Make sure that the minus sign is touching the letter B, so there's no space. It's minus banking. So Julie Jones within quotes, space, minus banking. Minus sign's touching the word banking. Google will remove all of the results with the word banking in it okay. and so you can start out with a broad search term and you can use up to like almost you know, 30 20 to 30 different minus signs you can start with a super broad search term and then using the minus sign really drill down to the information that you care about I like um, that. so that's a simple one okay a more advanced one so one of the things that that we're always looking for in, in speaking is lists. Mm-hmm. You know, boy, can you give me a can you find me a list of associations or a list of decision makers? Well, a lot of these lists will be located online, uh, as a file type. So a, a file type would be like a document. So you can go into Google and type in the word file type colon. So you would use file type, type that one word file type, and then put a colon in those two dots. And then the type of document you're looking for. So, for example, an Excel spreadsheet would be XLS, or you can use XLSX. So you're saying, Google, I want you to limit your search to only Excel spreadsheets. And then, as I like to say, think like the author. Mm. So what words might be inside that Excel spreadsheet that we care about? Association might be the word-
0: list or something right. like that. Okay. So I might
1: put in the word association, the word list. Or, or, now if you use the word or in all uppercase, you'll expand your search. So I might put in association or, or in all uppercase. So association space or in all uppercase space, uh, industry. Uh, And then I might even put in um, list or um, attendees. So your whole search query in Google might be file type colon XLS, association or industry, list or attendee. And see what shows up. Uh, you're going to get a lot. So then you could add in other terms like healthcare. Um, you might do healthcare as two words, put it in quotes, or healthcare as one word. Those kinds of little techniques can really narrow down your searching.
0: Maybe maybe we'll have you give us a couple of screenshots sure. of uh, what you're putting into the Google search term and. And, uh, that way we can show people, but what this is making me aware of, I'm just shaking my head thinking, oh my gosh, everybody needs to get this tool <laughs> because yeah, really I'm cool. never going to remember all that stuff. Exactly.
1: It, within the sales intel engine, if they go through that web address that we discussed earlier, samrichter.com speaker, mm-hmm. uh, once they log in, there's going to, they're going to see a folder in there called you know, speaker resources. I've actually found a lot of cool lists. So association lists and company CEO lists. Well, that's so I've already uploaded those in there. So you don't even have to do the search, you can just download them. My so for goodness. example, there's a there's a list in there I think it features almost 2000 different associations. What's cool about it is it shows you who the contact is, who the influencer in the association is, how what what's the size of their meetings. Um, how many attendees they have? Those kinds of things. It's not every association in the planet, but there's a few thousand in there that I think could be really helpful. So anytime I find a list, I'll even you know that that's helpful to me as a speaker. I'll just throw it in that folder.
0: Well, I don't know that we could ask for anything more than that. My goodness, you've made it so easy for people, and um, I think that. Uh, this is a bit of a no brainer on from my perspective. As soon as we hang up this call, I'm going to be setting up my subscription and I'll be excited to uh, share this with my clients because Sam, uh, why not get somebody else to do the work for you?
1: Yeah, well, that's kind of what the, um, uh, the Intel engine is designed to do is to make it really easy. I mean, as I like to say, the Intel engine itself does a little bit of the work for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but also, you know, a lot of people I know, speakers will hire a, a college kid and just say, hey, here's the things, you right. know, here's the people I'm meeting with, you know, you know, dive into or uh, go and find this information, um, you know, give me a little bio on each person I'm meeting with or, hey, let's go develop association lists or things. Now, there's even a cool tool, you know, if, if you do, by the way, if you do master a Google Boolean search techniques. so mm-hmm. for example, like the one we talked about earlier, right. if you look at the results and you say, wow, that boy, boy, those are awesome. Here's a little tip that can do the work for you. Go get a free Google alert account, google.com right. slash alerts. Right. You go in and you say, okay, here's what I'm finding on a Google search on these Excel spreadsheets. These are really valuable. Go into your alerts, paste in the exact same query, and now Google alerts, anytime Google finds or vacuums up or indexes up a new spreadsheet that fits your criteria, it'll actually send you an email. So in a sense, you can even automate this a little bit and uh, and and uh, uh, get leads or prospects sent right to your email. It's not going to happen every day because if you're doing a good search, you're not pulling up tons of results. You're pulling up a few. But uh, my, my inbox fills up with great leads and great opportunities. Google's doing
0: the work for me. So talk to us about how that has affected your speaking business now. And I really don't want people to forget that when you show up, we call this term, this is kind of from the old days when I used to work in the speakers bureau, show up and throw up. People just, you know, show up and they just tell you everything that they, you know, know about themselves. And you're supposed to, but you're coming at this from a way that you really have them in mind. And I just think that that's so intelligent. That's a part of the intelligence here. It's yeah. not just having the list. You've got to use it well. Well, I think, you know, some of
1: the things that, that I do that are just, again, again, simple techniques. Let's say I'm calling on the Plastics Association. Uh, I'm, I'm in the maybe pile. I've gotten through. I've used these techniques. Now I'm in the maybe pile. I've got my opportunity to speak with that person. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find out who their speaker was last year, right? Right. I'll go into Google and I'll figure that out. I'll type in. So for example, I might type in plastics association plus uh, 2016 or 2017 plus conference or event or workshop uh, plus keynote speaker or workshop speaker. Find out who spoke last year. Mm-hmm. And then, Hey, I saw that you had David Averin last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, boy, isn't he amazing? Yeah. He's incredible. You know, I know how David talks about marketing and how to really differentiate yourself. And it's not who, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, or it's not what, you know, it's who, you know, Well, what I talk about is not who, you know, but how well you know them. So, you know, you're trying to build on something. Hey, you've done your homework. Hey, yeah. let me help you build a, a, you know, a year over year, uh, make it kind of a consistent continuity and continuities is yeah, exactly. what I was looking for. Exactly.
0: Okay. By so the way, that, you can
1: use that technique as a prospecting tool.
0: Brilliant. Right? So,
1: it, Cause oh. if I know that David Averin spoke there last year, mm-hmm. well, here's what I know for sure. I know that they pay their speakers. Yep. I know that they pay David's fee and, uh, and I know they're not going to hire David next year, so they may as well hire me. Right, you know what I'm saying. So, and uh, in that
0: he likely did a good job. I think exactly. the, the unknown in this whole situation is whether or not the speaker did a great job. And if you mention their name, you're going to get a good feeling or not. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. want to. When we have people that we know and love in the industry, like David, then it's easy for us to move forward with a lot more intel.
1: Well, I think what you just said is really important, and, and I want to be clear on this because we call it sales intel, but uh, often it's Google searching, and, and oftentimes when people think of intel or searching, uh, they, they say, well, I've got to get the exact information. Mm. Hey, we're not, we're not research scientists here. We're not taking right. a, a test for high school. We don't need to be right. The, the information we find doesn't even need to be correct.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We just need to use it to ask a better question. Okay. So let's say, using your example, mm-hmm. if David Averin spoke last year, if Marilyn Sherman spoke last year, uh, if Ryan Estes spoke last year, I know they did an awesome job. I'm not worried about that. Right. But let's say it's, you know, uh, Phil Jones. I, I've never heard this person before. I have no idea Phil's any good. I can still use the information to ask a better question. Right. So I could say, "Hey, Jane, you know, I noticed that you had Phil Jones last year. You How know, that How, how'd go. that
0: go? Yeah, how'd that go? That's a great one. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, and you can come at it from from both perspectives. Yeah, and-,
1: and other things too is is find industry information. What's going on in their world? Mm-hmm. You know, hey, Jane, I you know, being in the plastics industry, I, I did a little research here before our call, and I and I know all this stuff with the um, uh, with all the tariffs that are being launched by the government, mm-hmm. I know that's really impacting your industry. Uh, your conference this year is that going to be a big issue? You know, even if it's not, it showed
0: that you've done your homework. Right, exactly. It's not really
1: going to be a good issue, but that's a great question. You know,
0: yeah, very good. Very good, wow, we could really go on for a long time what are what 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 are a couple of more things that you think uh you are doing in your business and and then let's get to the results okay so sure you're speaking kind of talk about your calendar a little bit. is it as full as it is it you would like it to be? how is this all translated for you?
1: yeah, it's really well it re- results in increased fees every year because, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, again, I'm going to back up. You obviously have to be a good speaker. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that let's assume that everybody on the call already is that, but what it helps me do is get through the maybe pile. Um, It helps me get, do a way better job with referrals again, using the same techniques. I go in and I'll look and I'll see that my good friend, Marilyn spoke there last year. My good friend, Dave spoke there. David Averin spoke there. I will call David and say, hey, I see that you spoke at the widget corporation last year. Um, I think I'd be a great fit. What do you think? Sam, you'd be amazing. Uh, Hey, do you think you could make an introduction? Sure. That happens a lot, a Mm. ton. I would say almost, I would say I'm going to guess that 70% of my business comes just from that technique right there. I'll find out who spoke there last year, and then I'll ask for an introduction. And if the speaker's not willing to, or they're too busy to pick up the phone or send an email, I'll at least say, hey, Dave, I'm, I know how busy you are. Can I at least use your name? Um, sure, that'd be awesome. Sure. My subject line in my email. David Averin said I had to reach out to you. you know, yeah. Something like that.
0: Very nice. And, and, and the reason this works is because David is confident that you're going to do a great job. So Absolutely. that goes back to our earlier idea of being good from the platform. Yeah. You've got to be great good from work. the platform. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, but in
1: terms of, you know, to directly answer your question, um, yeah, business is crazy good. Uh, and, and, and it's fun. I mean, I just love it. And, uh, you get to meet a lot of great people and, and sometimes you just knock yourself on the head saying, I, I can't believe that I get to have so much fun and get paid doing it. So this, and, this stuff really does work.
0: And this doesn't surprise me. You know, a lot of speakers are introverts. People yeah, think yeah. that everybody's an extrovert, but that's not really true.
1: No, I, I think that, as I like to say, you know, it's kind of like I've got my creative brain. You know, I used to be in advertising and I've got mm-hmm. my logical brain. I can write complex javas code and scripts so i think i have multiple personality disorder i think and, <laughs> and uh probably the same goes for my yeah. introvertedness and my my extrovertedness you know another way too and i'll throw this out um it, it again use use google use whatever techniques works it certainly makes it easy with the sales intel engine clicking on the news tab and researching people but i can tell you here's a here's a trick that will get you booked lots of times by people in the room Use intelligence to learn about the industry and even research some of the companies in the room for an award they've won, a big deal that they've done, um, a, a, a big um, you know merger that they went through or some some good news and weave that information into your speech. Customize your speech. And the cool thing is we all know as speakers, we all know that there are places in our speech where we can give an example or we can mm-hmm. share a story and it's so much more powerful if that story is somebody in the room. For so sure. I could say, hey, you know, um, uh, as I'm talking here about growing an online business and doing webinars, it, there's somebody in the room here. Uh, how many of you know Jane Atkinson? You know, Jane, can you stand up? You know, do you know that, that she does X or she's grown her business 50%? Just by doing these these uh, podcasts and webinars and things, you know, Jane, you are the perfect example of the kind of uh, of what I'm talking about today as it relates to you know, using online marketing to grow your business. I just made that up in the top of my head. You know how powerful that is.
0: And I'm sitting in my chair a little taller because you've made me puff up my chest. And. Yep. And Joe Calloway, and I always talk about this, making making the audience the hero of your stories. Absolutely. It's not always, I did it this way. I did it that way and it's been effective. But when you can pluck the heroes right out of your audience, how powerful is that?
1: And, and you, you want to talk about growing your business? The number of people that will come up to you afterwards and hand you your business card, you'll be shocked at how, mm-hmm. at how well that works. Because again, if in prospecting and in sales, the concept of people only care about themselves Guess what? The same holds true for an audience member. They care Mm -hmm. about themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't want to. If you're talking to the plastics industry, they don't really care about how you've helped leaders in the legal industry grow their business. Right. Uh, But they really care about is how you've helped people in the plastics industry grow their business or whatever you know you're speaking about. Use intelligence to get some statistics. What's going on in their world? How are they growing? What are some trends in the sales intelligence? As an example, there's a button called Documents. You can go in there, you can type in healthcare, and then one of the buttons is trends, and it'll pull up all the recent trend articles of what's going on in their industry. One of the other buttons is presentations. You can see other people's PowerPoint presentation as it relates to the plastics industry. Not that you're going to steal their stuff, but you might find a a statistic in there that you might then go, quote unquote, Google and and, and get the original source.
0: Mm -hmm. Make it about
1: the other person in all areas of your business, from sales to closing a deal to uh, actually delivering your presentation. Make it about them.
0: Fantastic. Well, this is truly sales intelligence, and you did not misname this product by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I appreciate your coming on the show today. And let's talk again about, um, we'll put a lot of this in the show notes, but we're going to put, uh, if you want to go and get your your free subscription, uh, samrichter.com forward slash speaker, go in and set up your subscription. It's $120 for an entire year. And this is this the upgraded version, Sam, or is there one beyond this that you can also get?
1: No, this is, this is it. And so everybody, I want to be clear, everybody gets it for 30 days, no charge, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can go in, like I said, I've kind of preloaded. So the version they're going to get is, is kind of, I call it the speaker edition, okay. preloaded with a lot of the, uh, the, the spreadsheets and the, the lists and things that I found. And, okay. and go in and download those lists. And, and if you don't, upgrade. that That's fine. You're still going to get a, a ton of value out of it. If you do make sure you use the coupon code speaker so you can get 50% off as well.
0: Coupon code speaker to get 50% off. And we are not sharing this with other people as, um, that's not cool. We're just going to keep it to ourselves.
1: Yeah. Let's just keep it to now- the to the, the Atkinson family.
0: <laughs> now, can people uh, who are members of NSA, who might hear it from somebody else, can they go into Slash Speaker?
1: Oh, yeah. Get that? Yeah. Oh, I sorry. mean, let's right. keep it... in Exactly. I
0: mean, I the, the, make sure I said that we're,
1: we're all pals. We're all, you okay. know, the, again, the beautiful thing about our businesses is although we're competitors, we're not competitors in the That's sense right. of, yeah, if I get it this year, you'll get it next year. And if, if you get it next year, somebody else is going to get it the, the year after that. Let's yeah. just all help each other grow our, our businesses.
0: The pie is big enough and uh, continues to grow. We've heard that before at NSA, haven't we? the industry continues to grow and there are a lot of, you probably know the statistics. How many meetings are going on every day?
1: Oh gosh, I don't know, but I'll tell you what freaks me out. I mean, when I, when you know, using that example earlier, uh, guess how many, guess how many conferences there are in 2019 in the healthcare industry across the globe? How many? Now I'm going to, I'm going to give you the number. I'm assuming some of the results I pulled up are duplicates. Okay. The number of results I pulled up were 313,000. Wow. Now, I'll go, of course, some of those are going to be small, little, you know, 20-person mm-hmm. conferences. But I'm just reading off the top one. Institute for Healthcare Improvement, 2019 su- Summit. Healthcare Conference, 2019. Becker Hospital Review, Digital Health Summit, 2019. There are so many of them here. Here's a fifth one down. 2019 Summit, Call for Speakers, Forum for Healthcare Strategies. It's it's unbelievable the amount of conferences that, that go on. And here, you know how I know it for sure? Because every time I'm at a conference center at a hotel and I'm speaking, there's one, two, 10 other events going on where if I'm obviously not speaking there, but somebody from NSA should be.
0: Right, right. Well said, sir. I am uh, so excited to be sharing this information with our listeners. And um, thank you, Sam, for your for your wealth of knowledge today. It oh, really you. is fantastic. And with that, we'll say, hey, everybody, uh, make sure that you go on to the show notes at speakerlauncher.com. Click on the podcast link and you will Pick those up. Very valuable information shared here today. And with that, we'll say we'll see you soon, Wealthy Speakers. Bye for now, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Speaker Show. Please visit speakerlauncher.com for your free Wealthy Speaker audit and visit speakerlauncher.com forward slash podcast for show notes and many more resources to help you catapult your speaking business. See you soon, wealthy speakers.